Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Well, welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. Today's topic is a little spicy, so it's something of a taboo. Like when we talk about money, money has a strange taboo around it. Um, And I used to as well. So I got asked the other day a question that I was like, oh, you know, sometimes you get asked a question, you realize how far you've come. But I had somebody say, How did you get such a strong money mindset? And it kind of made me go, me? (laughs) Strong money mindset? But I've been working on this for so many years that just like anything, sometimes you don't see it until somebody points it out. So what the heck is money mindset? Well, essentially, it's what you think about money. It's what you think is required to make money. It's what you think it means to have money, what it means to not have money. It's really just your relationship that you currently have with money and also the relationship that you would like to have with money. And, you know, growing up, I was always fantastic with money. My mom taught me the system when I was really young, uh, the envelope system, and I would take my allowance and I would put it into envelopes. Each envelope represented something that I wanted at the time. So whether I was wanting to buy a new bike when I was younger, or I wanted to buy the new cool sneakers, or back then the new tie-dye shirt. So it all started with the envelopes for me, and I knew that if I saved my money that I could get the things that I want. So I would have thought that I had a strong relationship with money. And then as an adult, I carried on my envelopes, and no, I don't do this anymore. There are no envelopes of cash in my house, but there used to be. Um, And I would have an envelope for travel. I would have an envelope for Christmas. I would have an envelope for gifts, like for all the things that I wanted to invest in and spend money in, I had envelopes. So when the time came that we were traveling, the money was there. When it came time for Christmas, the money was there. So while I do a version of that now, it's all electronic (laughs) because my husband was like, Gina, you cannot have envelopes of cash on hand. The moral of the story there is that I have always been good with money. I always knew that money supported me. I always knew that I could buy the things that I want. Um, And I did it in a way that was through a budget. But then when I became a business owner, I realized that my money mindset was very limited. I had a money mindset that was perfect for the nine to five. I knew how much money was coming in. I took that money and budgeted it accordingly. I didn't do big investments. I kind of played it safe, right? So I didn't change until I was kind of forced to change. And when I became a business owner, I started 
to give all my things away for free. And I had this guilt around charging and this guilt around what it meant to have money. And in fact, if you're on my social media, you'll notice last week I shared a story where I was totally triggered by a coach that I was following who was sharing about the money that she made for her coaching business. And Back with my limited mindset, I was like, oh my God, how could she charge for that? Um, she's greedy for charging that much money. How dare she? Blah, 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 blah. And at that point, I was giving my services away for free because I was like, well, the it's wrong for me to charge because I'm doing something right. I'm, I'm helping people so I can't charge. Now, obviously, that kind of mindset doesn't really land to having a successful business. So I had to learn a thing or two around money and also change my story and my relationship around money. I did some work around what my childhood stories were around money. And once I dug into it, even though once again, I thought I had a good money mindset, I recognized that I had some really I don't even know the word to describe them, but really, uh, I guess really limited, I guess is the best way to say that, but it was a limited view and it was a view that wasn't supportive of growth, of making more money. Um, I grew up with the saying, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, Save it for a rainy day. Uh, Plan, plan, plan. Only take the money out for emergency. So I had a lot of these things where I thought I had to really hustle and earn to save for the things that I wanted. And I also learned that some part of me thought that those people who had money were, and I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but hey, we're keeping it real. But I used to think that people who talked about money were snobby, had it easier than me. Everything must've went right in their life. And oh my God, you know, like we all have stories and we all have things based on our own perspectives. And I kind of grew up listening to some of those things. So once I was around those triggers, it really was a mirror for me to go, holy shit, I'm never going to be able to grow a business that I desire if I'm having this relationship with money. And I started diving in. And here are some things that I did to really practice and develop a better mindset because, and I got to be honest, this work was so freaking uncomfortable for me. And sometimes it still rears its ugly head as I'm upping my prices or as I'm charging for a service or something. You know, sometimes it comes in and I have to do this work again, right? But the whole thing was that I had to look at it and be like, okay, number one, I had to be honest with myself and be like, okay, do you want to make money in this coaching business? And of course the answer was yes. But I think, you know, I was pretending that I didn't want to because I had a story attached to what it meant if I did want it. So once I got that out of the way, um, some things that I started to do was I started practicing what I wanted to have in my life. So let me explain that. So once I started charging for my services, if I didn't invest in a coach myself, I had this block of like, okay, well, other people are not going to buy from me if I can't spend that amount of money. So I started investing in myself and getting in the energy of passing that cash for a service. Not something that was a necessity. I also grew up with, is that a need or a want? And I would only ever do the needs, right? But getting comfortable with, yeah, this is something that I want and I do get to have it, right? 
So I practiced being better with what I thought about money, how I spent money, how I looked at money, how I looked at my bills. I no longer looked at my bills as something that was terrible and something that was draining my money. Instead, it was like, oh, wow, like I'm really blessed to have this because I'm able to pay this bill. And changing how we look at money, especially the in and the out of it, it can really start to shift that feeling of what money can do for you. I also looked at money in a way that the more money that I have, the more that I can give back. One of the biggest missions for me as a business owner is to give back as much as possible and to be able to change other people's lives and give back in a way that feels really freaking fantastic. I think somewhere in my mind, I had money built up as something bad, but with money being something good, the service that I could deliver, the impact that I could make was so much bigger. And it was something that actually made my life better and those around me. And then the other thing too is I had to recognize that if I wanted to change my relationship with money, that I had to do something different. You know, we always say we want something different, but we're like, I want something different, but I'm not willing to do anything different. So if I kept repeating those same behaviors over and over, of course I would have the same results, right? So I shifted that and I was like, okay, if I want people to invest in me, I'm gonna invest in me, right? And I dealt with the thoughts that I had, I challenged them, I got coached, I got around people who were charging the services that I wanted to be charging, who had the results that I wanted, and I did the freaking work. I challenged my beliefs around money. And one of the most powerful questions that I sat with was what current beliefs do I have around money? Like what were my childhood beliefs? Because if you stop and you dig deep, you'll recognize some of the blocks that you currently have around money and you can't free them until you see them. So that was something that I really did. I stopped, I looked, I explored, I got uncomfortable and I really made it a priority to do things that enhanced my money mindset. So anytime I went to buy something, I blessed it and was like, oh, wow, this is great. This is not something that I need to think, oh my God, it's taking from me. It's actually adding to me. Anytime I made a purchase, I was like, oh my God, it's coming back more and more. So there's some things that you can do to actually challenge your money mindset, but essentially doing the work, putting in the practice is really some things that um, made me shift and look at money in a different way because money is not the root of all evil. And I know you've probably heard that before. Having money doesn't make you a bad person. Wanting money doesn't want doesn't mean you're a bad person. Wanting nice things doesn't make you a bad person. You know, going and getting services that are bougie doesn't make you a bad person. And I think breaking the taboo around money and allowing yourself to look at money in a different way and to be happy with the money that you're making and be proud of the money that you're making. And also, if you want more, give yourself permission to do that too, right? So the first thing that I would really recommend is whip out that journal and sit around what stories do you have around money and what do you want to believe instead? Like what would feel really good for you? And maybe even owning up to allowing yourself to want the things that you want 
Because if you have a mask on and you're like, oh, I really want this, but I'm going to pretend that I don't because so-and-so might judge me, then that's also a money block that's going to stop you too. So give yourself permission to want what you want. You're not a bad person for wanting something more, for wanting more impact, for wanting more money, for more success, for whatever it is you need. And you might not want any of those things. Maybe you just want to make an extra hundred bucks a week. And that's cool too. Like whatever it is that you want, give yourself permission and own the shit out of that. Own it, own it, own it. So three little fun tips that I would highly recommend that you do that could really help you, I guess, change your money mindset, but also get excited about money. So one of the things that I usually do probably once a quarter, maybe sometimes more if I need the extra work, but I create a desires list and it's so much fun. And the desires list is like, where do you want to spend your money? What do you want? This also helps helps with manifestation and just getting curious about where you'd spend your money and allowing yourself to dream. Like I would write out a hundred things. I know it might seem like a lot, but write out a hundred things that if I came to you tomorrow and said, here's a million dollars, how would you spend it? And get curious about that and allow yourself to dream and experiment with money. The second thing that I would recommend that so many of my clients refuse to do is look at your freaking money. Look at your money. If you have this icky feeling around money, make it a part of your day that before your workday ends, you're going to whip out your bank account and you're going to look at your money. And the thing is, is like, without judgment, right? When you're looking at your money, pay attention to how you feel and how can you flip how you feel about that? And then the second part to that is something that is really good at helping you look at your money and recognize, number one, that there's money coming to you all the time and that money is not evil is where are you spending your money and making your money? Like actually write out daily in a piece of paper, not on your phone, write it out. Where are you spending your money? Where are you making your money? Where do people give you um, like random acts of kindness that would have cost you money? Like if someone buys you a coffee, like I write all those things down and I'm grateful for them, legit. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. You know, and I change the way around it. Now you're probably thinking, well, Gina, maybe you just forked out $5,000 and you're like, how can I turn that around? You can, just as much as you're making it a bad thing, you can make it as like, okay, I'm really grateful that yeah, it might have been tight to pay that, but you were able to pay that, right? And if you can't get behind the really big ones, then start with the small things that you can. Once again, this doesn't have to be an all or nothing. This gets to be what you want it to be. So take what works and leave the rest. And another little thing that I do that seems really corny, but anytime that I get a sale or somebody buys me a coffee or I had these little miracles that somebody buys me something or um, I get a client who's like, yeah, they want to upgrade another package with me. I go, thank you more, please. Thank you more, please. And it's just a way to say thank you for what you're receiving and also open yourself up for more. And I know this sounds all woo-woo, I get it. I used to be that person too. But what's working for you right now is probably not working. (laughs) So what you're doing right now is probably not working. So why not give it a try and try something different to help you look at money a little different. And once again, have fun with it. Put your own spin on it and uh, yeah, see what you come up with. So cheers to changing your money mindset for going after what you want, for asking for what you want and getting rid of the guilt that you might have around money. 
Also, don't forget that the SAS program is starting today. Doors are essentially closed, but if you're listening to this on a Monday and you're like, I need to get me in that circle, I'm ready to make my own results, I'm ready to go for it, shoot me a message and we'll squeeze you in because this SAS container is going to be absolutely off the chart and exactly what you might need to end the 2022 year. Anywho, guys, thanks for listening. And as always, keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.